Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, friends, welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. Gil, it's a brand new week. It is a brand new week. I've had my coffee. I'm ready to go. We got a brand new guest we're excited to introduce to the podcast family, Jessica Bryan Evangelist out of Pennsylvania. Jessica, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, Jessica, this is going to be fun. Now, I, I'm going to get to our icebreaker question here in a second, but I, I like what we were talking about in the pre-show, and I want to bring the LTG fam into it. But uh, you said your husband makes facial expressions like who was it? Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey. That is a talent of, if I've ever seen one, because he That's has a, a very dynamic range of facial expressions in like all of his movies. So I, uh, I respect that greatly. But that's not our question for today. Our question has to do actually with something that I was up till, I don't know, one thirty last night dealing with. And that was cleaning my dishwasher. Oh. Um, so I, I found that it's very, very disgusting. And I want to know, uh, Jess, what is the most disgusting thing you have found while cleaning? The most disgusting thing. Oh man! Well, you have kids, so I feel it's like it has to be kids. kids related. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so we that there's a lot of opportunity there with the kids alone, right? Sure, sure. Um, okay, this is gross, but uh, boogers on the wall. Um, when <laughs> from your husband? I, yeah, yeah, from him. <laughs> so I'm making my kids' beds, and I look upon their wall, and it's like they have bunk beds, so they're up against the wall, Ooh. wiping them. So we had a conversation about that. Like, hey, no, no more mm. of that. Sick. Mm, yeah. yeah, I see. I'm and I'm feeling that as a parent, having been there, and like, yeah, okay, definitely. Gil, that that might be in your future one day. Yeah, um, I don't know. Just, I just have to deal with cat throw up right now. Yeah, it's gross, but not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you know, animals too. I mean, my dogs made some pretty bad messes for me, so uh, it happens. But well, Jessica, we're so glad that you're joining the podcast all this week. Three episodes this week talking student leadership. You have a tremendous amount of experience, not only being a youth pastor for over 10 years, but also uh, now serving as an evangelist, uh, speaking in churches, youth ministries, conferences, camps all over the place. And uh, so excited for you to join the podcast fam today and to talk leadership. So let's just jump into it. What's a, what's a big leadership thought you have for students that are listening today? You know, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Um, John Maxwell is quoted as saying that. And um, this is just something that really hits home with me because, you know, you have to know where you're going, right? You have to know um, the direction um, 
to the father. You have to live it. And then you've got to be able to show other people how to have a relationship and what that looks like and what this Christian life is all all about. And so I think as a leader, um, that's crucial. Yeah, and I, I like the the uh, one of the pithiness of that statement. There's like those three points of kind of like a triangle, right? So like, if a leader is not doing one of those, right, or two of those, they're doing they're doing I think a bad job with leadership because it's it's easy to sometimes see people who say like, oh, I do what I do, not what I say, and they know what to do, but they're not even doing it themselves. They're not showing anyone else how to do it. They're just like, yeah, I, I know how to do it. Um, and I, and so I like the like I don't know the encompassing. Uh, idea behind that like you have to kind of do all three of those together to be a really effective leader and, and I'm curious Jess is there anyone from scripture that you feel like does this really really well I mean Jesus is a great example maybe that's who you're gonna say right now but is who, who are you thinking of you know honestly it was Jesus because when I look at scripture I just love you know there's what better leader than Christ you know as you just you know desire to emulate someone um, who showed people, you know, the way to the Father, uh, who lived it before people, and then who brought people along and said, hey, you know, let's let's do this together, um, you know, and there's just this contrast, I feel like, you know, in Matthew 15, where Jesus um, compares himself, right, to the Pharisees and the religious elite, and uh, he says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, and so they desire to be in a leadership position, and later he calls them blind guides, right, who uh, are just going to lead people into a hole, into a ditch, um, nothing beneficial. And so it's just crucial um, to have that relationship. It's not about religion, to live it out in authenticity and realness and to show other people how to do that. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the comparison you're making there. I think sometimes when we you know, think um, about Jesus, we don't always think about the amazing leader that he was, right? You know, we, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of great examples in Scripture, both Old Testament and New Testament, of great leaders. But for, you know, I don't know, maybe we feel like we can't attain to the Jesus level, right? I mean, it's Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like he was God, obviously. Uh, I can't be like that yet. Scripture tells us that that's that's what being a Christian is all about. It's being conformed to the likeness of Christ, and in, and in this case, or in this context, you know, being like Him in leadership is something we should aspire to, right? Something that we should desire, and 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 not just in our actions, but even in our heart, like what you're saying, you know, from Matthew 15. So, you know, who's a student who's doing this really well? Like, you know, think, give us a maybe a story of, of, a, of a young person, a junior hire, senior hire, that's like, man, yeah, I'm, I kind of figured this out, at least in one area of my life, and I'm, my leadership is like Jesus. Great. So I have this one girl in our youth ministry. She came in in seventh grade um, and had her all the way up. She just had a very authentic, a very realness, you know, a real relationship with God. You could tell that this wasn't about work. She didn't grow up in a Christian home. She was from a non-Christian home. And she just got a hold of the fact that she had a relationship with God and she loved God and then she loved people. She was authentic in every uh, area of her life that I could see. Um, she was real and she really, truly cared about people. And then, she, and then she'd bring them to youth ministry. She'd bring them to events and different things. And, um, and many of them were like the outcasts that she brought and they just found a relationship with Christ and what attracted them to her was that she was real and authentic uh, she wasn't just about a list of rules or religion um, but she was about relationship and um, just a great leader um, a, ability to connect with people and lived it and then loved people to Jesus it was it was really awesome to watch 
You said that was a seventh grader, right? Yeah, seventh grade. That made you a junior high. Heart. Oh, that, so yeah, it does, man. I love, I love middle school ministry. I love high schoolers too. Don't get me wrong, but just being able to see middle schoolers do that kind of stuff, I think it really does break down some of the barriers of like uh, middle schoolers waiting to be like, oh, when I'm like an upperclassman, I'll maybe be able to do some stuff. But who am I? I'm just nobody. But right. that's the whole point. Even if you think you're that, God uses you to to make a difference in in, in students' lives and in, in the lives of parents and teachers and all kinds of things. So let me ask you this, Jess. Is there, is there an easy way for maybe students who are shy or maybe unsure of how to be able to do this well for them to start doing this? Yeah, I think it's just even, um, I think it starts foundationally with having a relationship with Christ ourselves, right? To be in his word, to um, get our identity from that, and then to live it, you know, love people like Jesus, just even on small levels, you know, creating relationship with them. Uh, it is crucial to being able to um, speak into other people's lives and show them what it looks like to have a relationship and to be able to lead them in other areas where they might be struggling. So just really getting into the word, um, connecting with people that are already within your circle and just being authentic before them. You know, you talked a lot just about just being authentic. And I think that that can be so undervalued when we talk about leadership, right? Because sometimes we can see leadership as a function of uh, someone who has skill, someone who has personality, someone who has the ability to maybe, you know, direct others or delegate to others. I love the focus that you're bringing here for students that are listening, especially if you happen to be a younger student, like, you know, middle school student, like start with the relationships, start with authenticity, start with really genuinely getting your heart in the right place. And when you do that, leadership will just naturally flow from you, which is quite honestly, very Christ-like, right? I mean, that's, that's honestly how Jesus did it. So this has been really good. This has been really encouraging. Jessica, thanks for being with us today. Um, we got another two episodes with you this week. We're just excited to kind of put together a whole week of interviews with you talking student leadership. Uh, so thanks for being with us. Students, thanks for joining us. Hope this content has been helpful to you. If it has, uh, go ahead and share it. Um, go ahead and tag us on social media. You can tag us at LTG Conference. You can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, you are called to lead your generation. We encourage you to lead with passion for Christ and love for others. Thank you.